Up next, the news you can use from YAA. It's your 30-minute fix for all your car questions, industry news, and tips you can use when buying your next vehicle. We're your hosts, Ray and Zach Shepska, the founders of YAA. We're here every weekday, live at noon Eastern. Check us out at joinyaa.com. Come on, get in! It's noon here in downtown Ventnor City, New Jersey, and downtown Bethesda, Maryland. And this is news that you can use from Car Edge with your hosts, Zach and Ray, for, well, Monday, February 6th. How are you today, handsome? I am great. Happy Monday, Pops. We keep moving around your apartment. I love what I'm seeing here. We got a new background today. I do just want to set the tone, Dad. We got a good show today. Like, not every show is going to be a good show. Today's a good show. I am very excited about what we're covering. I went with car dealers are in major trouble, and they know it. And I think we got a few reasons why, a few different storylines today. Wow. Wow. How do you, how do you, how do you come up with these, these topics, these, these headlines, these, these catchy clickbaity ways of getting people to tune in? Practice, Dad. Lots of practice. All right, here okay. is the deal. We're going to kick kick things off over on Automotive News, Dad. Let's start here. I just okay. tweeted about this. Like, literally just tweeted about this. Virginia I know legislation you did. I saw aims, that. Virginia legislation aims to prevent direct sales and delivery agents. Two bills, because when you, you got one, you, you don't know if your odds of getting it through, or I guess it's 50-50. Two bills, you got 100% chance, if my math checks out there, Dad. The state of Virginia, let me run through the key provisions, and then I want you to, to react to this. Franchise legislation in Virginia, which is backed by the Virginia Automobile Dealers Association and has passed unanimously in both the State House and State Senate, would prohibit automakers from negotiating sale or lease terms directly with consumers, including online, through uh, though automakers could display dealerships pricing online, retaining ownership of new vehicles until they're sold rather than selling them to dealers to hold them in inventory. So, you know, if you're an automaker, you still got to sell it to the dealer. Negotiating, prohibit automakers from negotiating directly with consumers on service contracts and maintenance agreements. We got to dig into that one. And it would prohibit automakers from declaring dealers to be delivery agents rather than dealers. And if you want to make changes in the future, Pops, you got to get agreement from your dealers. So, Dad, why am I saying car dealers are in major trouble and they know it? Uh, and, and then pulling this bill up next? Well, I, I would assume you're saying it because so many of the manufacturers out there are putting together their uh, EV uh, divisions and they want to start selling cars directly to consumers. Um, you know, a lot of consumers, and we see the comments all the time, a lot of consumers would like to cut out automobile dealerships altogether and just deal directly with the manufacturers. At least that's what they think without knowing how it would actually operate. Um, yep. And, and dealers, well, they kind of like the status quo. Uh, they've invested billions upon billions of dollars in facilities, land, buildings, um, training, tools um, to, to, uh, create this business model where they are franchise dealers protected by franchise agreements and in many cases protected by state laws within the states that they operate um, that that allow them to be the purveyors of new cars based on those agreements and 
it's been very profitable over the course of history. Um, and so they'd like to keep it that way. Now, manufacturers look at it and they go, the public would like to buy directly from us if we can, if we can figure out how to do that. Um, and just because we've been doing something the same way for the last hundred years doesn't mean that that's the way it needs to continue for the next hundred years. Um, what it means is, is there might be a better way and we should investigate what those better ways are and see if we can come up with some mutual understanding that could be mutually beneficial to manufacturers, consumers, and car dealers. But what the state of Virginia is doing is they are just out and out protecting car dealers. Um, and this is not forcing car dealers to, I don't know, modernize the process based on uh, things that we have available today that we didn't have available when franchise agreements were first entered into. Absolutely. I mean, this would be, this is, this is preserving the dinosaurs. That's how I interpret this, Deb. This is lobbying dollars at work. And this is just an effort to make sure that, you know, the way things have worked is the way things will work. When in reality, it's just mm -hmm. inefficient. Like we all can acknowledge that buying a car is a very inefficient process. And you have automakers who, Let's be real. We don't know if selling direct to consumers is the right model. It could just be iterations on the existing deal. But this is a state legislature being entirely influenced by the reality, which is their pockets get lined by by all the lobbying efforts. Like we, I just dropped it in the chat so that we could we could take a look. Justin on our team did an incredible job. Piece of journalism. Yes. How did car dealerships become so powerful in America? If you scroll down in this article, he did a really great job. Wow. He talks about the car dealer lobby, the National Automobile Dealers Association. If you get down here, where was it? Where was it? Right here, Dad. Yeah. The National Automobile Dealers Association has delivered $35 million in contributions to member of, members of Congress since 2022. The NADA maintains a large lobbying operation in D.C., one that costs $3 million a year to operate. The power of dealers is not limited to the doings of the NADA and state-level associations. In a recent election cycle, 372 of the 435 members of the House of Representatives received money, campaign contributions, from auto dealers. 57 out of the 100 senators received contributions from auto dealers. It's just perpetuating the inefficiencies and it is dealers getting scared, automakers wanting to do something different, and then legislatures, politics backing up the dealers. Not a good look. Well, it's not a good look, but it's the reality of the world in which we live. Um, you know, these dealers are going to protect their interests. Um, you know, the, the whole thing is designed to be fraught with worry for the consumer um you, you don't many times there's fraud perpetrated on the consumers uh which the ftc wants to try to address as far as advertising uh the real price of the vehicle as opposed to the come on price of the vehicle um there's yep. many times worthless products sold to people in the finance office and and so dealers want to keep that situation the way it is consumers would like to change that situation manufacturers 
think that there could be a, a better way for them to do it that would allow them to make more money. You know, I, 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 I don't want anybody to think for a moment that the reason manufacturers would want to do direct sales to customers is so that it will benefit the customer. Nothing could yeah. be further from the truth. It would, it is so it can benefit the manufacturer. And in the meantime, with all the lobbying dollars, nobody is really watching out for the American consumers. Uh, I, you know, I oftentimes feel like we're it. We're, we're the ones that are trying our best to, to stand up for the American consumer. Um, but, you know, let's face it. We don't, we don't have $3,000 to invest in lobbying, let alone $35 million. Um, and, and even if we had $3,000 to invest in campaign contributions to, to uh, congresspeople and senators, um, well, that would, that would be so little in comparison to what these associations yeah. donate. And, you know, if they're getting... $1,500 from the association and $15 from you and I, well, I, I hate to break it to you, but that $1,500 buys more influence than the $15. So until consumers stand up and scream, you know, that we're mad as hell and we don't want to put up with it anymore and we want to see things change, you know, I, I don't know how it's going to change. Um, and especially... If if this legislation passes in Virginia, it would probably be uh, the the bill that other states mimic to protect their Absolutely. dealer associations in their states. It'll be the poster child for the lobbying efforts at the state level with all of the yeah for, from from all the yeah. other state level uh, dealership associations. We're going to go to it early, pops, because it ties in with this so well. Really? You, you gotta, gotta be, be kidding, kidding me. me. So wow, I posted over on Twitter. I've posted <laughs> I posted over on Twitter. I've posted in various places. A bad deal. And we're gonna look at that in just a second here. Dad, look at this one. This is out of the state of New Jersey. Notice all prices yeah. and payments on new certified pre-owned and used vehicles exclude the following non-negotiable standard fees. So at this dealership, Dad, in New Jersey, yeah. no matter what. You pay a thousand dollar lender fee. You pay a, a thirteen ninety five pre delivery fee. You pay a three hundred and ninety nine dollar internet fee, a six hundred dollar dock fee, a three hundred eighty nine theft fee. DMV fees are four hundred dollars with an asterisk. So this is the type wow. of crap that we have to deal with at the dealership. Not to mention the deal that we we spent a lot of time talking about, and I, I shared it on on Twitter. You know this deal, Dad, the Orsman deal mm -hmm. that has Crystal Fusion, Germ Bath, and Icon on it. And I asked for wrong answers only on that tweet. Got some funny replies, but Dad, to your point about you know standing up for consumers, I actually tweeted at do 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 Brian Frosch, who is the former Maryland State's Attorney General, the existing Anthony Brown, the existing Maryland State's Attorney General in the FTC. And you know what, Dad? Brian Frosch, Brian got Frosch back actually, to he got back to me. He did. He yes. said, you know what? Submit this to the state's attorney general. But the reason this is the really got to be kidding me in case it wasn't apparent is because these fees are 
bogus. They're BS. Find a different dealership. That dealer should be ashamed of themselves. There's an FTC rule that's going to be pushing back on them sooner rather than later. And it ties directly into the, the lobbying power of these of these uh, associations to stick around forever. It's stupid. Well, and if I may, we should we should create a notice for consumers that they can print out when they go to dealerships like this that say, notice, if you try to charge me and then list these items, if you try to charge me for any of these items, notice, I am taking my wallet, my money, my business elsewhere, okay? Because that's how you change behaviors. You stop buying at those type of dealerships. If people will continue to read that notice and then say, okay, let's see what kind of deal we could work out, as opposed to saying, okay, let me get back into my car and drive out, that's not going to... So we need we need the consumers to say, no, I'm not paying that. I won't yep. pay that. I, I'll vote with my wallet, and I'll vote with my feet, and I'll go... Even if I have to pay more, I'll go pay more to somebody that that wouldn't try and charge me all these bogus fees, a thousand dollar lender fee. I mean, come on, you're making money on the back end of the loan from the bank. Um, so we we need consumers walk. I mean, hell, don't walk, run, get the hell out run. of there. Just say, just say, bye bye. I got my track shoes on. I need to get back to my car and find a more customer centric dealer to do business with. Um, and that is absolute. I wish I could say it, but people get upset with me when I curse. That That is absolute total BS. Okay, and just a way for the dealership to continue to line its pockets with consumer money that they shouldn't be entitled to a reconditioning fee. That, that should that should be factored into the price of the asking price of the car. That is not a separate line item. It wasn't reconditioning that it was pre-delivery. And they said it was for all vehicles, including new ones. This is a Kia dealership. And you know what I'm going to do after today's yeah. show? I'm going to go back on Twitter and I'm going to tag at Kia America. I mean, it's Jersey City Kia. I mean, we, yeah. we don't care. This is this is what everyone should see. You go on their website, MSRP. Then there's $3,500 in, in, in dealer add-ons. Vinetch, lender fee, pre-delivery inspection fee, internet fee, DMV. Who knows what happens when you actually go into the dealership to get the pencil? You know what I mean? This is well, truly atrocious. Well, you know what's amazing? The fact that they would charge huh. you a $400 in an internet fee. You know, let, let's say they're a medium-sized Kia dealer that sells 100 Kias a month. Um, so what's 100 times 400? Is that like 40,000? Yep. Okay. That buys an awful lot of internet. Uh I'm just saying, I mean, you know, how much, how much, how much can Comcast or whoever is their internet provider uh, charging that dealership to, for the internet service? I mean, that is, that is just lunacy. And for, for a dealership to have the nerve to put that on their paperwork, I mean, that's all the more reason to never go in there. 
Okay, just don't go in there. There, there are many other Kia dealers, and I know that a lot of Kia dealers have bad reputations because, you know, Kia was a brand when it first came out. Kia and Hyundai, they were brands when they first came out that appealed to lower income people, and some of the sales practices at these stores um, were uh, suspect at best, and. They, they've just kept on doing it. And, I mean, that is just pre-delivery inspection. Kia pays for the pre-delivery inspection. And trust me, they're not paying $1,400, maybe $140, but they're not paying $1,400. Uh, it, 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 it is just the nerve, the absolute nerve of a dealership to do that and then try to justify it. I, if I was a salesman in that store when they came up with this, I would have walked the hell out. I would have I gone and found a different store. Uh, I mean, why as a salesperson, as a human being, would I want to be associated with such crap? Uh, you know, and look we at all this, have... our, our community. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Well, I was just going to say, you know, we all have we all have moral decisions that we have to make in our lifetime. Okay, and that's one as a salesperson. You have to look at that and say, is this how I want people to think I am? And if it is, then stay there. And if it's not, then get the hell out of there. Um, you know, if you're if philosophically you and the dealership don't align, then don't work there. But I would. I, I would encourage every salesperson in that store to walk the hell out and say, you know what? There's got to be a better way of doing this than just clearly ripping people off. So our community member actually left a comment, left a yeah. review here. If I could give this dealership a zero star rating, I would. They want to charge over MSRP on, on top of that, add crazy fees. I don't understand how people would buy a vehicle that costs $37,000 and end up paying 48000 with the fees. I'm sure with taxes, it will end up being around forty k. but adding $8,000 on just market adjustment and fees is ridiculous. Please don't be dumb or desperate. Do your research. I went to buy a 2023 Sportage SX Prestige Hybrid. What a waste of time. Never go to this dealership. They want a lender fee, yada, yada, yada. Nuts. Don't let this type of dealership ruin your finance. Stop paying over MSRP. That was during COVID. Don't do it. It forces the dealership to lower their price. So I'm proud to say that our community members are out here educating people. And again, I'm going to go on the Twitter. I'm going to try and get some traction around this. We'll probably do social media posts. Do not be the, the person who is uneducated, ill-equipped for that situation and just rolls over for this. You do not have to be. We have so many success stories. And Justice is in the chat here, Dad, with us. Good morning to, to, the, to the Car Edge team. My first pencil this weekend had $5,750 in add-ons. And no, I didn't pay for them. So dealers are going to try. You can shoot your shot, right? You have to be educated. You have to be informed. And honestly, these dealerships, they're just the ones that are keeping us in business. We're, we're going to be relevant in perpetuity. So long as they keep passing laws like in the state of Virginia, okay, Car Edge is going to be around to help protect the consumers. This is ridiculous. More people need to be aware of the shenanigans that go on out there. And the ways that you can protect yourselves from it. And we haven't even talked about, I don't even know if we will talk about today, the spot financing or the, the spot delivery, the yo-yo financing story that got yes. traction in NPR, Dad. Like, people just get screwed left, right, forward, backwards. 
And we need educated people helping other people make smarter decisions. You know, and, and I read a lot of comments from in the, in the uh, YouTube videos from obviously people that are working in the industry and they go, Ray, why are you, why do you bash people that are just trying to make a living? Okay. Well, if you work at Jersey city, Kia, you're not trying to make a living. You're trying to steal from people. Okay. And, and if you work there, then you're morally bankrupt. Okay. Because you're willing to put up with that. You have sacrificed everything of value in your life to say, yeah, I'm okay screwing people so I can make a living. You can still make a living in the car business without screwing people. I don't know. I did it for 40 some years. So I know it can be done. You just have to decide how it is you want to be, you, how it is you want to conduct yourself when you're in that business. So these, these, if when I bash dealers, I'm bashing dealers like Jersey City Kia because they deserve to be bashed. Okay. There's no reason to operate like that. No good reason to operate like that. Um, you know, and they could say, well, we're being straight up with the people. We put it on a notice when you walk into the dealership that, yeah, yeah, you're being straight up. You're telling people, hey, by the way, when you walk into Jersey City, Kia, uh, we're going to rip you wide open, okay? We're going to bend you over a barrel. And and you know what? We, we, we're so proud of ourselves. We're going to tell you that at hello. No, no, you're, you are absolutely morally bankrupt. And, and you need to change the way that you do business. Thank you for that. <laughs> yeah, that, that let's let's put that on repeat time and time again. Oh man. All right. There's so many other things we could cover today. I'm trying, I'm trying to wrap my head around that. We had a contribution come in. So let's take a step back and let's help RA out here for well, a moment. Thank you, RA, RA. Thank you. Any idea when Florida car prices will start to drop? We will get new inventory data uh, from Cox Automotive. Hopefully later this week, we've already got their fleet sales data. And last month, RA uh, in Cox Automotive's inventory update, they talked about DMAs, uh, dealer marketing areas. And yes, and Florida was the area that had a significant shortage of inventory compared to like Michigan, for example. So I am not sure if we're in a situation where Florida is going to be looking significantly better in the near future, especially... Keep me honest here, Pops. We had Brandon from Car Questions Answered on recently. Like Florida, lower income areas, they're actually going to see a bump in the tax time. Like it might be a while before prices in Florida become more negotiable. What was what's that website that that you can go to that shows a by state uh, inventory availability? Um, I I know we've shown it before. We've put it and it used to be in in one of our blog posts. I don't know if it still Give me is. A second, I'll pull it up. Yeah. Yeah, um, but until inventory levels significantly increase in Florida, and because there's excess demand in Florida, uh, only because of the number of vehicles that were lost during the hurricane season, uh, it, it could be quite some time. Um, there are there are many reasons to visit Florida. Uh, the weather's typically good, especially in the winter. But, but there are many reasons why you shouldn't buy a car in Florida because, well, uh, 
Doc fees seem to be uncontrollable, um, and dealerships down there have have put together some business practices. Uh, for instance, if you want to buy out your lease, they get they try to charge you illegal fees in order for you to buy out your lease at the end. So, I I don't know. I might search other states in which to buy my car and then bring it back and title it and register it in Florida. If you are in Florida and you're looking to buy a Toyota, Earl Stewart Toyota, um, and and go research yes. Earl Stewart. He is a champion of the consumer and someone that we have the utmost respect for. And talking about Florida, go ahead, Pop. And if if I may, not only is he a champion of the consumer, not only are his business practices 180 degrees from Jersey City Kia, but he's successful. Okay, he's been doing it at this location for, I don't know, 30, 40 years, whatever it is, a long, long time. And he's extremely successful. So what he proves is that you can treat consumers fairly and you can still make a living doing it and a nice living doing it. You don't have to utilize business practices that prey on the ignorant when you could use business practices that are just fair for everybody. I want to turn our attention to a success story because you know what? We're talking a lot about some of the challenges and we've spent the first 25 minutes of today's show (laughs) ranting and raving about the uh, unfortunate realities of trying to buy cars at dealerships. Dad, we piloted in January with 10 folks the Car Edge Concierge service. We've got about 100 people on the wait list. So the demand is there, but I wanted to share Lola's story here. I'm a registered nurse and still furthering my education as a full-time student. I didn't have the time or resources to go visit out-of-town dealers who offered better prices than local dealers. I'd been looking for a Toyota Camry hybrid for almost a year before recruiting the Car Edge Concierge service. Prices were out of control and hybrids are in such high demand. My car experience was becoming too stressful and burdensome. Thankfully, a spot opened up, and I got to be, uh, and I began right away in January. Mario, Mario's uh, our our current single car edge concierge, different Mario than Space CC in the chat here, was assigned to my request, and he's been communicative and efficient from the jump. Mario presented options after getting in touch with many Texas dealers, but the money didn't uh, didn't seem to go as far uh, for basic trim, so on and so forth. I won't read the whole thing, but any anyway, Lola is very happy, and here she is with her brand new car. So just an example, folks. Thank you. Whether yeah. you do a concierge service with Car Edge and we do the work for you, or if you do the work on your own part, she's a, she's in school, she's busy. Like I understand why she wanted to be a part of the service. Do not just go for the first pencil. Do not just say, "Oh, this is what the market is." And Dad, we we got a your your daughter bought a car recently. They ended up getting a great deal because they negotiated. Like. We just need to help as many people as possible. And it's awesome to demonstrate success stories like that because it shows you that it is possible. And it, and it is, it's work. Nobody's saying it's not work. It is work, but it's the type of work that's worthwhile because you are saving yourself money. And, you know, there's, there's two things in life that I realized that nobody ever has enough of time and money. So you have to invest some time in order to save some money, unless you can find a dealer that thinks the same way. I I know when I 
would work with people, I, I would just tell them, listen, I understand. I don't want to waste your time and I don't want to take more of your money than I absolutely need to. So let's figure out a way where we can save each other time and money and we can both walk away happy. So if, if we can help somebody save time and money, the two things that are in shortest supply in life, um, then let's continue to do it. And, and whether it's our concierge service, whether it's watching our videos, whether it's listening to our Saturday night live stream or, or watching our daily live streams, whatever we can do to help people save time and money, I'm in on. And people out there should be in on it as well. Absolutely. All right. So ask at the end of today's show, thank you everyone for being here with us. If someone can create a short, I don't know how it works, but I think there's like a button after the live stream process. If someone create a short from my dad's rant, I think that is fantastic. And I would love to see that elsewhere on the internet. If you're not following over on Twitter, it's just at Shefska. I'm going to be very active there tagging Kia and I'm going to see if I can get some attention from them about these practices at Jersey City. I've already tagged the state's attorneys general here in Maryland for that Oarsman deal. I want to be more active. I want to be more vocal this year, Dad. So please continue to send in to us, uh, whether it's on Instagram, direct message, TikTok, direct message, Twitter, direct message, here in the comments. Like, send us stuff because you know what? We got to come up with the acronym and the name, but we're going to be the, the consumers lobbying for a more fair car buying experience. This is enough is enough, man. And again, on the heels of this Virginia legislation news, all right. And I know, Dad, from talking to some of some of my friends who uh, are like vendors to, to dealers, our name got a lot of play at NADA. Like people are aware of Car Edge. People are aware of Ray Shevska and Zach Shevska. We are on the map. People know about us. 2023 is going to be a big year. You're going to learn even more about us. <laughs> they might not invite us into their dealerships. <laughs> no, we are definitely not invited anywhere. You, you, you know, who and there's forty thousand reason why reasons why, Dad. You know, because it's forty thousand dollars in BS fees that they charge. That's why they yes. don't want us around. Because that's just that's just yeah. Anyway, who who would let us in? Uh, Earl, Earl would gladly. Earl Stewart would gladly welcome us that, in. Earl, Earl's had us on his show. He's on our community forum. We have a forum, community, uh, caredge.com slash community. There's 32,000 members on it, and Earl Stewart is one of them, and he posts, he comments, he's there. I mean, yeah, Earl's the man. I respect the hell out of him. Yeah, so there, there, are, there are dealers that would welcome us. Um, there's many dealers that would not. There's, there's, there's probably more dealers that hate us than like us. Um, but if, if we can get their attention and, and at some point, hopefully we can, we can help them see the light where they, where they changed some of their business practices for the better, um, then it's worth it. It's all worth it. If we can do that, uh, you know, I tried to do it while I was in the business. I tried to make incremental changes at the dealerships that I worked in to change um, some of these business practices yeah. and I did make incremental changes, but it needs, it's, it's past time for the big changes. It's just time. And I'll leave it yeah, there. It really is. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll be back tomorrow. I'm sure we'll have plenty of things to say. Check out courage.com. If we can help you out in any way, thank you for being here on today's show and dad, thank you for your time and collared shirt. I must say you look quite nice. Yes. Yes. Yes, I'm I'm stepping up my game 
Um, I don't know why, but I am. Um, so we'll be back here tomorrow at noon Eastern, 9 Pacific, with more news that you can use from Car Edge with your host, Zach and Ray. So thank you, everybody, for being here. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow. Have a great day, everybody. Happy Monday, Pops. Thanks for everything. Thank you, honey. Join us again next time. Which is probably tomorrow. To get the news you can use from YAA. YAA is your trusted source for all things auto. Thanks for listening. See you soon.